0: Hello and welcome to IGN UK podcast number 296. My name's Gavin Murphy and today I'm joined by...
1: Snake! (laughs) Oh shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Down already. Okay. It was about to happen. It was such a good idea.
1: Big
2: Boss! Okay. If you're going with Snake, I have to go go with something.
0: We are of course talking about Metal Gear this week. Alex, you've just been playing it. We've got these funny hands. We've just been having a great conversation about how one would get one up each other's arse.
3: If you were to. But yeah, him. I have been playing the game. <laughs> yes. Um, now, I've, I've scraped the surface. Yeah. Uh, I am currently 2% into the game,
0: which is not very far.
2: Yeah. I'd be a little um, bit worried if you were already further than that, though. Yeah, or mean yeah, you have yeah. been playing it. Yeah, a so, lot.
0: yeah especially because you've got two emails you haven't answered. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and two kids, I think, as well. On top of that, it doesn't help.
0: Two hungry kids. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs>
3: but so it only came out yesterday, so I've literally had a few hours playing it. And... Um, it's so far. It's really, really good. Um, I'm going to talk about the prologue briefly. Okay. Lots of people have been talking about it. Yes. It is like out there kind of stuff. Yeah. Some of it we've seen already uh, around the Phantom Pain reveal. Gosh. Yeah. How many years that was? Yeah. A lot of that is lifted from the prologue. Excellent. Um, and kind of basically what happens. From Ground Zeroes to Phantom Pain in the, the years between. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping it as generic as possible for people who haven't played it. That's fine. But there is some bits in there that I would love for anybody to make sense. Maybe <laughs> it will make sense further or like further into the game. But yeah. there's, like, this is not massive spoilers. But there's a giant flaming whale. Excellent. <laughs> Amazing. That kind of goes through the sky. And this big furry dude who rides a unicorn.
1: Well, yeah. That yeah. sounds that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. Yeah. <laughs> the whale is
2: Konami. <laughs> being a huge obstacle. Well, this is one of the things I'm kind of afraid of is because I'm in the group of people who have been watching YouTube videos about the backstories, trying yeah. to catch up yeah, with yeah. all these games. And then uh, all I hear people talking about the prologue is that it is batshit crazy that it is just absolute insanity and people who are big fans of the the series still don't quite know what is going on no but i think that's
1: uh,
3: apparently the prologue is kind of more abstract metal gear like and then you get into the game and it's a bit kind of like the new generation because it awesome it's it's kind of it serves as a uh, a bit of a um a tutorial for the game so teaching you because a lot of it's sneaking you're in hospital that's not a massive spoiler yeah uh and you've got to escape um so it serves as a bit of a tutorial and then you basically you're given the world to go and explore but the thing i love about it is um if you've played either ground zeros which i absolutely loved i know a lot of people didn't because it's short but i I just don't think they played it properly quite frankly but it's there's so much to this game it's not just like here's your objective here you are, go and do it. I was saying to Rory earlier, it's like, well, there's your objective. Nothing else. That's right. that's what it gives you. And it's like, okay. And like, so you start riding towards it on your horse, and then it's like, holy shit, there's a, a patrol coming up, and you don't, yeah. don't see them. So you can either duck down on the side of your horse, and your horse trots along, and they think, <laughs> oh, there's nobody on it. Yeah. Or you can get off. and it is, Again, it's just a full world to kind of explore and do yeah. whatever you yeah. want. Yeah.
0: I like that. That's kind of why I know we keep talking about it but we've been playing Heist together and that's kind of what I really like about Heist. Like you can just do not whatever you want but you can do it in well, there's the way that you want you to do it. Exactly, do it, yeah. But, but then you do it in the way that you yeah. want to do it. I think that's awesome.
2: It's something that's becoming a little bit more outdated. Like I think for a while games were really into hand-holding yeah. and people would really enjoyed it if you know you'd get a mission and there would be a constant arrow pointing, telling you which way to go. Yeah, yeah. And now it feels like sandbox is really coming back and people really enjoy having this like open world where anything they want is possible, where they can yeah. do one object objective through like 17 different ways. Yeah. So I think that's cool. They're bringing it into Metal Gear. And the other thing that's kind of cool about it is that uh, like the first mission proper is that I think
3: there's five or six objectives. And obviously there are core objectives yeah. that you, you've got to do to finish it. Yeah. Find someone. But then there are other uh, secondary objectives which you don't know what they are. Right. But, um, and I've stumbled across a couple of them just by exploring the world. But it's basically resource and stuff like that which you then ship back to Mother Base which is a whole <laughs> new kind of metagame. Oh, the which, balloon thing. The Fulton yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, and again, uh, uh, if you play Peace Walker, you'll be familiar with it. Yeah. But, like, it makes you think... like like shooting people, like killing people is not really an option if you want to have a successful mother base. Yeah. Because everybody that you fought them back to base improves your ability to R&D new tech and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It literally is this, like, you've got one eye on, right, I've got to shoot that guy or take that guy out. Yeah. But one of the missions I had to do was like I was supposed to eliminate the uh, like this Spetsnaz. I can't say it. You can never Spetsnaz. say it. Spetsnaz. Is that how you say it? Spetsnaz. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. A bad dude. <laughs> um, the baddie. And well, I thought, well, if I kill him, that's the end of it. Yeah. And so instead. Uh, tranquilised him he was surrounded by bad guys but I managed to get him out into the middle of the open faulting him back and he's currently in the brig back at mother base yeah but he'll come round (laughs) (laughs) and he's like a really really good soldier so if he's on my side it will improve my (laughs) defences at mother base
0: but can he come round yes okay
3: well if it's anything like peace Walker, yes
0: but so what are you doing to make him come round I just know I haven't not pissing on him (laughs) little little dancers you started off by peeing on him and then every day you stop peeing on him less and you're finally not peeing on him
3: and if I remember rightly with Peace Walker I think it's like a matter of time until we
0: brainwash them I think but again I haven't got that far so not peeing on them.
3: no pee there might be that option Um, but then again maybe Snake's got a bionic penis and he doesn't maybe he pisses oil I don't know Oh. I, I like, like where's that I've appendage seen, or that lubricant? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that would have been great. That's a typo on the console. Yeah, itself. I'm not going to be able to pronounce it again. <laughs> I barely was able to do it in the unboxing. Molly, p- num- num- num. anyway.
0: <laughs> I quite yeah. like like the stuff that we're seeing. Like I've seen loads of like just animated gifs and little videos and stuff. And because of the way the world is set up, people are getting these cool little stories of their own. Yeah. Like I saw uh, Eric Sapp, who's like our graphics guy in the US. Like he posted this awesome little video of like he called in for some supplies and he was just standing there waiting for it. He's just sort of looking at his horse and he's like okay cool and the supply just drops on the horse's head
1: (laughs) (laughs) horse is dead (laughs) but that's cool
0: right he's just like shit (laughs) in any other
3: game that would fall down and kind of move to the side and it'll be all right it's like nope horse is dead it's the same like you know if you pull in the call in the helicopter it's like well you're you're Mm. standing where i'm trying to land it's like get out of the way yeah which is cool
0: I've the seen, other. I've seen some really sorry, I've seen really good stuff with a helicopter with. I'm not not sure if you can do it on uh, the console versions, but you can put custom sound your own music into oh, yeah, the
1: game. Oh, no you can. Yep. So That's can, so cool. Yeah,
0: so I've seen like loads of people's uh, helicopter music being like different things. Well, that is
3: Well, really well you can certainly equip loudspeakers. Right, okay. Um I'm currently, the, yeah. I'm currently R&D'ing loudspeakers right. for my well, helicopter. Well, well, on on the what what music the would the you guys <laughs>
2: put in if you had to choose like one track to be your your helicopter music? What would you put in?
3: well if, if
2: going in yeah. it'd have
3: to be Ride of the Valkyries
2: that's what I was going to say yeah Ride of the Valkyries would be amazing no I think
0: it like you probably I'd have and I had this like I made an awesome little video of like it happened to me do, when I was playing Bloodborne yeah. like my Spotify came on and uh, it was war why can't we be friends
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's like as a helicopter's coming down I was like why can't we be friends
3: <laughs> I mean,
2: that would be, be amazing actually yeah that would be pretty good yeah uh,
3: and then the last thing that I think is really <clears throat> really cool from my brief play time with it is the yeah. crossover with um, Ground Zeroes. So um, any kind of progress or data that you've done within Ground Zeroes pulls across so you can upload your data. Oh, cool. So in one of the missions, you get to rescue uh, a VIP in Ground Zeroes. Turns out it's Kojima because you see him on the helicopter. And now I've got Kojima working in my R&D department on Mother Base. And of course, his stats are like through the roof. So you get like a a kind of uh, a leg up.
0: Um, so is it, is it worth if you haven't if you're going to go into it playing ground zeros before well
3: like if you look at the I don't know I've got about 15 guys on mother base at the minute yeah. uh, all kind of D or E ranks across the board whereas like Kojima on R&D is like A plus
1: right
2: you want
3: that man developing yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
2: what would happen can you not rescue him can he die well, you can fail the mission, but you can go back and try it. Oh, okay. Because
3: yeah, 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 okay. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. that would really suck. You know it's not real, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need you to tell me you know it's not real.
2: <laughs> I thought the little hands and everything, I thought it was also real. <laughs> what did
0: you yeah. get these with, anyway? Like, I just seen one on my desk, and I didn't know where it was from.
2: <laughs> you did open the box. <laughs> I did open well, like,
0: what is that version? Is it like a collector's edition? It's a like collector's edition, yeah. yeah.
2: I didn't know you could take off the stand, though. That's kind of cool.
0: Why? Because you can actually affix it to your body.
2: I already did. I already did that.
3: See, I put it up my sleeve I know it's and... it's supposed to be half size, the but arm. it's probably about the same size as my daughter's arm. She would look cool going into school tomorrow <laughs> with a bionic it arm.
0: So it's, it's exactly the same size as my...
2: And an eye patch. It's the oh. same size as your... Cock. cock. Is it? Is it?
0: So... I think that's about right. Does yours have fingers
2: on the so end? <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't think many people would buy it's like you something that. Something from
2: District Nine. Well, I saw
0: those people. Cause I saw your unboxing um, video. I didn't. I still didn't look at what it was. But I saw, oh, that's the, nice. I saw the comments on it, and the comments were like, "I can't believe the arm's not the same size as an arm." It's like I can't <laughs> believe it's like not one to one scale. What, what are you going to do with a giant
2: arm? I, well, <laughs> probably <laughs> lop off your existing one and stick it on. Oh, oh, I was, it, well, they said it was scaled down. Um, I actually thought it was going to be bigger than this. 'Cause like during the unboxing I it was like, like four scale, I, I put cool. it up to my own arm and uh and it's yeah. half size. But I have I have huge hands though, I have monster hands. Maybe I that's, think that's why I so like, the hands do look small.
3: But anyway, like one yeah. last thing. What do you uh, want? And I think <laughs> the thing that is kind of probably gonna uh, pitch up to me because I think if you look at uh, Metal Gear three, um the bosses in that were incredible. Yeah. The the bad guys in Metal Gear Four, whether you like Metal Gear Four or not, um, awesome. the bad guys were still amazing. Yeah. Um, and from what I've seen of the the kind of bad dudes in outside of the ordinary soldiers, again no spoilers. Yeah, really, really, really cool. Yeah, uh, Kojima knows his
2: shit, man. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait to play it properly. Um, oh, I love it. I remember one boss battle I was playing on the GameCube one, and I forget who <clears throat> the boss was I was playing against, but they essentially were able to predict your movements. And like the, yeah, and the yeah. only way you were Corey. able to, to beat him was to change the controller slots. Like, you had to unplug your yeah. controller and put it in a different port. So I like that you how you talk like, about this as crazy. if it's, like,
0: not the thing that everybody talks about. I, I talk
2: don't know. I've never Metal heard anyone Gear. else talk about it. What? That's what yeah, I like. That's, that's, that's that. the biggest Metal Gear moment ever.
0: Yeah. Oh, was it? That's okay. what I like about you, Rory. What? like stupidity <laughs> mas, mas, <laughs> no, stupidity masquerading as beautifulness <laughs> oh that's nice <laughs> but you like, the, the it's
1: passion a team and yeah the enthusiasm. I know exactly you it's beauty absolute beauty
0: I love it
3: <laughs> so anyway look did you pick up Metal Gear uh, not you not you you already got it but uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you picked up Metal Gear
0: yeah. let us know what you think and what's the coolest thing you've done if you got the collection session what's the funniest thing you've done with this hand
3: keep it PG probably not maybe.
0: photos yeah,
3: maybe not. Eh. <laughs> uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com.
0: Excellent. Peace. So this week's tip top. Tip top. Yeah. Um, you're you're at first. <laughs> I am. So uh, with a piece of Murray Mint news with Bill Murray news. Yeah. So this week he's been chatting about his little cameo. So he's going to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. As a cameo, we don't quite know what he's going to be. Whether yeah. or not he's going to be even playing like him. You know the character that he's been like been playing. So yeah. or is he going to be playing something completely different? We don't know. It's but be a ghost. That would be really good. A
3: <laughs> and they've got to zap him. they got know? to bust
0: him. Yeah. But he's not going to be wearing a proton pack. Right. So you've got to think he maybe sad. he's not.
2: There was a rumor going around that he was would be playing a psychic that's trying to disprove the current Ghostbusters, like those crew. That's but good. I've up it before. It I think it's going to be universe. a reasonably. It is in the same universe. But he's not
3: playing. No, I understand that. But that would be weird. If he's in the same universe and. Ghostbusters, New York, or whatever you want to call it, or yeah. off doing their thing over here. It'd be weird for him to play somebody different,
0: unless he's completely unrecognizable.
3: Yeah, maybe give
2: him a little beard. Yeah,
0: yeah. like sort that's of. the thing. Like maybe he's going to be a monster or a demon or something like that. Like because they, they haven't said what he's going to be. Yeah. Like, um, but he's, he's he was talking to Vulture, I think, about his new film, and uh, he said. It's actually said really cool, so about whether or not he was going to appear in Ghostbusters at all. He said, I thought about it for a very long time, like many, many months. I was seriously thinking about this for years. So this is about, like, Bok that actually being in Ghostbusters if there was ever be a Ghostbusters ever. It kept eating at me, and I really respect respect those girls. And then I started to feel like if I didn't do this this movie, maybe somebody would write a bad review or something thinking there was some sort of disapproval on his part. Ah. So the reason for him doing the cameo is he didn't really want to come back to Ghostbusters but he has so much faith and he really likes the people doing the new project that he just thought well people are just going to be like oh yeah the reason Bill Murray's not in is because he thinks it's going to be shit yeah
2: I don't think anyone would have said that I don't don't know man I think the internet would have totally said that exactly you could be
0: like see Bill
2: Murray boarding nothing to do with it well he hasn't though he said
3: nothing of the sort he hasn't exactly
2: been in the best films recently though like what what was the one that was in his last film uh he was in that film where he played someone's neighbor yeah it was quite good was
0: it i mean if it didn't have bill murray in it
1: that's not a good testament if it didn't have bill murray in it, it, <laughs> rocked, it, it, murray in it,
0: it would be shit Although oh he, i thought you'd be good he was oh, okay. in monuments man and that was like if i hadn't have been at the premiere that i probably would have walked out because mm-hmm. that's one of the worst times i've ever seen really and he's in that
2: oh yeah it's that 's not unfortunately. good unfortunately but yeah,
0: so I'm quite excited to see Paul Murray. Yeah, in anything, oh, even shit films like Monty it's going to be
2: some. hard to beat the um, Zombie Land. Oh uh, yeah, Zombie Land is that yep. the right? Yeah, Zombie Land appearance. that's still the hands down greatest cameo ever.
0: And it's people incredible. have never seen Zombie Land. You just wrecked it for I've them. just ruined it. So, that's so good. what? Was the statue limitations? Uh, yeah. Exactly. I that's been out for a I very long be time. For that's okay. fine Yeah. Alex, what's your tip top?
3: Uh, well, it's, it's both happy and sad. Okay. And a little bit kind of bloody. But so Hannibal savvy. finished this week. Okay. Uh, season three. Like, finished for good, actually, because yeah. obviously um, it's not being renewed. No. Or well, at the minute, who knows whether it will be picked up. That's kind of stopping me from getting into Hannibal a little bit. So have you not seen anything? I've seen the
0: first three episodes. and I, I liked it.
3: You should absolutely watch them. Yeah. Because it is, like, incredible television. Okay. Like unlike anything else like I'm astounded with some of the stuff they get away really? with really like it's horrific <laughs> it's properly horrific and gruesome and you're not exactly selling it to no but like that's uh, but, is there what, a narrative but, or is it me. just weird like, uh, <laughs> beatings and you're watching a TV program about yeah. a cannibal and like the, the inner kind of well the dark thinkings That goes on between him and, and it's not, he's not just the only bad guy. Again, no spoilers, but you know, there's a lot more to it than just good guy chasing bad guy. Way more to it than that. And this finale, like the finales, like season one was was good, season two was like epic, but season three was just like, holy shit.
2: Really? Um, So there is like a conclusion, like a a solid conclusion, or does it kind of linger on for future seasons?
0: See, this is what stopped me from getting Ooh, into it. See. Because I did the same thing with Deadwood, and Deadwood ends... A lot of people say that Deadwood ends, like, cuts off really well. It does not. It, <laughs> Deadwood ends on, like, this cool bit where something cool happens, a new character comes into it, and you're like, sweet, this is going to be good. Nothing ever again. Nothing! So it's like... Mm. So this is what stopped me from getting so, into Hannibal. Uh
3: It's a cliffhanger. Okay. Aww. Oh,
0: man. Quite literally. Oh... <laughs> That's the thing. I, I really, really want to watch it because I, I liked but, but like that it thing. Could,
3: it could finish there. Okay, but it equally couldn't. Yeah. But you, that was the same with season two, though.
0: Did they know when they were making this series that they were going to? end? I don't
3: think they did. I thought okay,
0: that right. was right. I
2: thought it was thought a bit they, of an abrupt. Like, we right,
0: were, yeah.
3: no, but we like there was at least a couple of episodes out there when uh, right, okay. it came out. I think, think
0: you're right, actually. Yeah, and so. plus they probably wouldn't be making it with the intention of it going somewhere else anyway. I suppose. Yeah,
3: and like I say, like with season two, it could have. Quite easily finished at the end of season two, and that would have been it. Yeah. So it made made kind of perfect sense, and depending where, like, if they would have stopped this episode at a certain point, you'd have thought that's it. Yeah. But then something right at the very end, you go, <sighs> "Ooh."
0: Did I he? Eat might have convinced me. You should totally watch it. I think you're gonna go. Like you go to you it, would yeah. love it, okay? Because it's. Gillian Anderson's in it, right? Yeah. Does she, and she basically plays Scully. Is that right? no oh I've been given false information <laughs> oh wow well. because I'm really into the X-Files at the moment someone was like oh you should watch it Gillian Anderson's in she's basically playing Scully
3: Wait, it's, it's the same person
2: but like <laughs> I don't think the characters have much in common <laughs> right okay person. yeah um, is it on Netflix or how would nah, I, watch I don't think it, it is uh, how are you watching it? Is it on, is it on TV? It's just been on telly, yeah.
3: Yeah, I can't, uh, it's on one of the skies. I can't remember. <laughs> <the sound.
1: laughs> I can't remember. in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Just look yeah, for it. It's, it's, in on the, it's on
3: Sky Go. So, But I don't okay. know what channel. Okay. Whether it's Atlantic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think I have You totally watch it. I'm going to check it out.
0: Um, I'm going to go for it.
3: Yeah, see what you think. Awesome. Like, Cooper got me into it. Yeah. But, like, you know, everything from the, the production to, like, the, um, the audio is incredible. Right. It is a bit wanky. It's quite good.
0: I'm going for it.
2: Like sound effects, like you get when he's biting into people. Yeah, it's like just, you know the noise they make in the, the average when the, people eat Pringles? Yeah. And it's like that. <gasps> it's, it's not. I didn't mean that at all. No,
1: yeah, it's like. No, you know, it's, I know. <laughs>
2: but that's got nothing to do with what I'm talking
3: about. Yeah. It's like uh, Silent Hill. Yeah. The soundtrack of Silent Hill, was just the kind of like grating oh, right. noises and yeah, just like. Yeah. Ugh. All kind of one that, of the
0: reasons himself. I stopped watching it was because I just hated Lawrence Fishburne in it it seemed like his main thing to be was just like he was only in it so Hannibal could invite him around and feed him bits of human and be like oh how are you enjoying your chicken it's like it's human it's totally human chuckle, we chuckle. know it's human it's not funny anymore he's been around it every like how many times does he eat? He with he's a Hannibal? cannibal
3: yeah I know that but everything know he that, eats but, is human
0: I know that cannibals but, can eat other things than aren't but, just having, he but just having oh, Lawrence okay. Fishburne around there like he's had, had Lawrence Fishburne around his house Dinner all the dinner time. guests, <laughs> not just He's Larry just Fishburne, like
3: exclusive to
2: him.
0: <laughs> all right, well, I've got good Rory. What's your tip top? The bit next news? bit of
2: tip top news is the Halo 5 opening cinematic. Now, this was just released this also week, also known as the new SSX game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Spartan <laughs> SSX. Yeah, um. I, I know some people have a problem with cinematic trailers because it can kind of give like a false impression of what the game's going to be like but, no. we've, but we've seen so much footage exactly we've seen so much footage from like what the game's going to be like that I'm totally okay with the cinematic trailer now it's just upped my hype but levels it is, and it's like it's going to be nothing like the game well they did kind of include some of the game's mechanics, like in the animations, they were like running a, and shooting. using the jetpack yeah. and slamming down and using some of the cool but In terms and stuff of the, and the like pacing, and the oh, yeah, the it's going to be way slower. It. If you just slowed so that far. trailer by 50%, yeah. it would have been an accurate representation of Halo. Because like, this used
0: to happen to me to, with Halo all the time where I'd be like, oh my God, it's going to be so good. And then I went, just playing, just like, oh no, you're just running around shooting people. And, is. and also, well, like, jumping good. really slowly. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the same thing happened with Bioshock Infinite, though. Like, you watched all the like story and stuff, and all the trailers for that. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be amazing." And you start playing, oh, and it's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's just a shooter. Yeah. I run around shooting people constantly." Bioshock yeah. like, well, Infinite was
3: better than the original Bioshock, there. Though, I thought because mm, I both on a part of it. I I um, stopped playing Bioshock because I was killing so many splicers
0: Yeah,
3: I think that's what they were called. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but Infinite, I finished. Okay. Just because the, the, the world was incredible. Yeah,
0: that's the thing, the world's incredible. You start looking around, just like, nope, got to kill these guys now.
2: Did you not know, like the the whole like setup and backstory of Rapture? And... Yeah, I loved it, but like, if I they found made it, like, it... That is true, towards the, the end, fight. you are that's, just that's, running around killing... Exactly, them, sure, stuff. it was just like, if it was a third short set, I would have... Okay, yeah. well. I never completed it, so I was just there like, go. got the, the initial like, love blinded yeah. by the ideas. Yeah, Rapture yeah. was incredible. Yeah. It was insane idea but yeah. anyway back to Halo 5 like what do you guys feel did it not kind of spark up any excitements for the franchise I know no. I, you guys are primarily Nothing. Playstation fans Gav's staring so, daggers into me uh, right now so it's not
3: true like I'd be well up for it but it's just like, I thought look it was a good trailer but I'm
2: not like hell oh yeah I need to buy Halo I totally am. I got really excited. <laughs> you were like that before or that this trailer. Though? Yeah, but now it's like just reignited the the Halo now fire. Now I feel like that more. Yeah, exactly. Even nah. crazier. Uh, I'm I'm so on board. I can't wait. It'd be for interesting Halo to fire.
3: see like how it because obviously this is showing off like uh, the Spartans and Spartan lock and stuff like that. Yeah. See, see if it feels any different from like. Playing Master Chief, for example, or whether it is just the same I reckon game it won't. that's reskinned.
2: Well, because obviously you'd be playing as like uh, Lock and Master Chief, yep. and I assume it's just going to be maybe a different visor vision. It's gonna, yeah. probably going to be very similar mechanics. But like that's, you wouldn't even notice. But yeah, that. It, that but that
3: cinematic made it feel like it was running at the pace of Call of Duty, where it's like bang, 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 real oh yeah. quick. And that's not how Halo unfolds. No, it's not. The, the other problem, and it's a personal thing. Like I just I find the alien character design. Just a bit weak.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah. There's variety. Especially oh. now with... You've got the, the Prometheans, who are kind of the ancient uh They look quite race. cool, actually, yeah. They're, they're the ones that kind of, like, glow orange, and they're, right. they're like, these ancient um, defenders of the universe. They're really, really cool. And, like, the way when they killed, they kind of dissolve and, like, just erase from the universe. Like, mm. they're pretty interesting. I know you, people can get tired of um, the Covenant and those, you know, the the guys with the energy swords. and Whatever happens? To the Flood. The Flood... Oh, don't tr- tr- trip me on this! I played all the Halos, and I've already forgotten pretty much everything. That's because the story doesn't matter in Halo. It's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> like, weird. Well, no, it mattered in sure four. It stuff. mattered in four. Four had a great story. I don't think you guys played it, but <clears throat> it had a fantastic story. And everyone really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm this, everyone. That's what, everyone, <laughs> that's a fact, sir. <laughs> <That's> a
1: fact. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think it's gonna be great. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm. I like that you're excited by it. Like your passion. Excites
2: me. I think Gav's passion is me. Yeah, And then my passions are just everything. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just eat off each other. Maybe <laughs> that should
0: just be
3: your tip top every week. It's just
2: Rory. Rory.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, so my uh, my next tip top is I just finished Silicon Valley season two. Do you guys watch that? Nope. You should. And this is why you should watch it. Okay. What's you, what are you going to say?
2: It's got the guy in it that I love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just turned my phone off as well so I can't Google it.
0: It's got a man. <laughs> it's got a man.
2: Which so guy do you I'm love? Crazy. He appears in Jake and Amir videos, because that's where I know him from. But then I also, oh gosh, he's going to love him. Is he the main guy in Silicon Valley? uh, I don't think so. Thomas Middleditch. Dude, I don't know what his name You don't know <laughs> oh, That sounds like you've just made it up. No, it's a real version. Yeah, again, let's have a look
0: Yeah, I, I've been watching... I was a huge fan of the first series. Um, and if, if you don't know what it is, it's basically about this uh, a bunch of like nerds who leave this huge tech company to start their own little startup in yeah. Silicon Valley. And it's yeah. basically like the actual thing that they're doing. I was explaining to my girlfriend last night and like, you know when you... Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. He's, he's the main g- guy, yeah. Oh, he is the main yeah, guy. he's the main guy. Oh, wow, that's um, awesome. I was explaining to her last night. She was like, oh, what are you, what? we were on a plane back from holidays. she's like, oh, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, uh, Silicon Valley. Um, and she was like, oh, what's it about? I was like, oh, it's about this uh, like tech startup people. And uh, she was like, oh, w- what's the company that they're running? What do they do? I was like, they have discovered a form of compression that's lossless, and they're trying to like make that into a platform. She's looking at me going, that's a comedy show.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> like, that is a hard sell, right it there. Is a, it is a hard like if you're sell. Right, if
3: you were
2: writing for a TV listings bag, yeah. it's like, oh my God. That's but the kind stop. of thing we'd go over so many people's heads and yeah. then like Bear Park would hear it and be like, lossless compression, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one. But that's the thing, like, <laughs> like
0: it kind of, I, I really respect the fact that it's not like, you know, they're, they're not, basically trying to, oh we're not making a new phone or something yeah. like that they didn't make they're, an app or yeah, something they're doing something super super specific yeah. Yeah. Because and that's like kind of uh, sh- that's kind of like the ethos of the entire show like they're not stupid it's not like big band theory where like the, the the sort of punchline to a joke will be like Oculus Rift or virtual reality or something like that they talk about things that we know about because we're nerds but in a really like interesting way or just mm. exactly like we would talk about it yeah. sort of. it's, it's not just like the butt of the joke is we're nerds it's like no we're nerds and this is our world and right. this is the stuff it sounds here. really
2: cool. It's a show I've been meaning to get in for a while, but I didn't actually know the, yeah. like the, the narrative. It sounds it's, really cool. It's
0: super funny. The soundtrack is really, really good. So it's Mike Judge, the guy who did Beavis and Butthead, um, but forget that. He did, it's more like Office Space, which he also did, and that's really, really good. Cool. And- it kind of feels like that, and uh, all the characters in there are just really, really good. The, the through-line story of the second season was a bit weak because like, basically what's happening every episode is you have like Hooli who are like basically like Google and they're like who or everyone used to work for and then they, they left them yeah. but you have this like weird sort of mental guy who's running the company right. and he's like dogging them at every turn and basically he's trying to like make his own lossless compression and stuff like that throughout <laughs> the thing but then I know it sounds mental but then, <laughs> every, weird. But then the thing with a season two the only rubbish thing was every episode it seemed like something else would happen and it wasn't just like them trying to work towards something it was like they'd it would be an episode and then it'd be like oh there's a new problem now right
2: and then just like bombardment yeah and I kind
0: of like felt like I kind of it it got a bit sort of much after the end because it was like they're just dealing with new problems every single episode and I kind of want them to just get on with it and I want the actual funny bits in the storyline to be them dealing with what they're meant to be doing which is creating this lossless compression thing
3: yeah is this lossless compression over two whole episodes Oh, uh, sorry, seasons.
0: Yeah, that's what they're doing.
3: So the whole premise is just lossless compression. Right. It's not Well, a whole it's obviously though. the characters
2: and the adventures. No, 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 and like, it's, it's, it's not
3: like just they, them at a computer. No, no, no. no. Like <laughs> they've come up
0: with this idea, and it's them basically going, right, what are we going to do with this idea? Like, they're trying to right. make it into a company, basically. So okay. that's kind of where they're going for So, But I know it's a hard set.
3: How, um, How would this finish for you in a satisfactory mm-hmm. way? Would they actually invent lossless compression, and that's it, everyone's happy, and off they go? Well, they kind of have.
0: Oh. But it's just basically they don't have a way of implementing it into like a platform or something like that. So people are trying oh to my buy that. Oh God. Know cool. You know what the coolest Imagine thing? Imagine trying to explain this to someone that you want to have sex with. Because <laughs> like, that's, I, 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 that's what I was doing with my girlfriend. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm never having sex
2: ever again. <laughs> the coolest thing would be when it's like globally accepted, that's like the last episode, and it's streamed in lossless... Uh, Compression, yeah. like you can watch it super high quality. That'll be good, like eight K or something. If you like, again, it's not real. Well, that's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: true. <laughs> so to find out whether
0: or not I know, like I maybe haven't done the best way Pitch. of explaining it. <laughs> but if you if you Google um, like uh, Silicon Valley, like dick algorithm on YouTube Uh, in the final episode of season one, they basically have given up on everything and they have to present this big pitch to this like room of like thousands of people. And they're just like, we're never going to do it. Like, even if we gave everybody in the room hand jobs, like that, that's the only way we could possibly like get this pitch through. And they're like, well, we couldn't even do that feasibly. And one person's one. They're all nerds, like math nerds. They're all like, well, actually, how many people are there? And they start working out. <laughs> and it's this amazing scene where they all work out how they could give a hand job to what? the entire room in a certain amount of time. And it's just really funny. Okay. It's, it's,
2: it's, so, right. it's
0: basically what the show does perfectly.
2: Okay. Not very so Big bad. Bang Theory at all. It's
0: not it's no. all <laughs> Big Bang Theory is a pile of balls. But it's right. really good.
2: Well, the last item on the tip top list for this week's podcast is the McDonald's are doing all day breakfasts. What? Yes, so this is actually going to be only in the US originally, but as of October, you'd okay. be able to get your McMuffins at night, people. Imagine it. Imagine Wait, well, it's not coming to the UK? I don't think so. Not originally, it's launching in the US. Oh, okay, to start. Right, yeah. Um, so, and then maybe widespread. Yeah, that doesn't bother me because the breakfast
3: items at McDonald's are my least favorite. What I would rather no. have is a quarter pounder with cheese at seven a.m.
2: This is it. I want the reverse. I, I want not. my McMuffins <clears throat> at night and my, my quarter pounders at right. seven in the morning. Mm. You've, you've gone insane. Um, <laughs> this this is the chaotic like, world. A nah.
0: McDonald's breakfast when you're hungover no, and you, you have could, to travel somewhere is really good. You've mm. got
3: to have proper sausage, proper bacon, not
0: like. But if you have to, tra- this is the thing. If you have to travel somewhere. Like, you're on the road. You on, on the your road. Mm. I only ever eat McDonald's Ash brown. Like I can only like I've. I'm a fat guy I have horrible guilt after eating McDonald's like fat person guilt oh, God, I, don't. If, I <laughs> if I eat it then like two I'll think about it for the next four days like, really fat piece of shit you fucking had a McDonald's like yeah like I have that all the time but I'm bigger than you so I've, I've had to deal with this my whole life but okay. <laughs> but so the way that I can trick my brain into it being okay is being like oh you're traveling it's okay it's like what set on a train it, no 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 like I'm if driving, I'm traveling yeah. somewhere if I'm going like on a road I, trip I, or something like that. In the morning, like you know, right. gotta, you got
2: to you got to go to the airport for like a seven AM flight. You're yeah. like kind of hungry, but you don't know what to do. Exactly, I'll just yeah, like go through drive through, get a McMuffin, get a hash. Brown, it seemed like, we like when we were coming back from when we were
0: coming back from Gamescom, yeah. we were just like, I'd never buy Burger King. But me, you, Krupa, Loop, like, and Bear Park all walk past Burger King. And Krupa kind of looked, and it was just like <laughs> none of us wanted to and say it. We, we were all kind of like <laughs> looking over. We were it. like, "Oh yeah, we should probably get some food, right, guys?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we were like, "Well, oh, what's there? Oh, this <laughs> schnitzel over there, or I mean, there is a Burger King." And everyone's like, "Yeah, I guess let's have a look around first at Burger King." And then Krupa was just like, "Does everyone just want to go to Burger King? Because I really <laughs> <Yeah>. do." <laughs> we were like, "Yeah, like, yeah, yeah." But yeah it, was well, it was after
3: like four like, days of like port knuckle and exactly, chips yeah. And stuff um, like that. Uh,
0: but I think, like, ex-smokers do it as well. Like, you see a lot of, like, uh, it's my friends who used to smoke will smoke when they're on holiday, and they would be like, oh, I'm allowed to smoke, I'm on holiday.
2: That's an awful idea. I it's a crazy
0: idea. Say, but, yeah. like, I, I know so many people who do it, and it's the same with, but, like...
3: But that's, like... I'm allowed to eat those I'm driving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah.
0: It's almost like because I'm traveling. But then, like, do you it, do that? You must do that when you're on holiday, though. You'd be like, I'm eating whatever I want. I'm on holiday.
2: Yeah. But cigarettes yeah. are a bit different.
0: Cigarettes are different. Surely
2: right? that's like an alcoholic being like, all. I'm on Ever. holiday, can I have some tequila. Like that's fine, guys. Don't
3: that. so it's close. It's like and like alcohol. Like heroin. Mess
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Things
3: <laughs> on the table.
2: Yeah. I'm in Turkey with the family. I'll just shoot up here in the hallway. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well. Yeah. So why is that your tip top? 'Cause it's amazing. Who yeah. doesn't want I already expressed my my wants for a McMuffin. Okay. Look, I don't the only time <laughs> the only time I <laughs> don't want a McDonald's breakfast is in the morning, ironically. Right. Because I'm always, I never get up early enough and I always feel sick when I get up in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> Are you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> I did Google it at one point. I was like
1: Am <laughs> like, I pregnant? <laughs> I love you, Rory. <laughs> I Googled
2: morning sickness. Because I was like, is this, <laughs> What? what did you think was gonna come up i thought i don't know it's morning like, sickness in men <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know it was a thing in in pregnant women at the start so it was like morning sickness and i googled it, and it was like morning sickness <coughs> <laughs> symptoms and i was like oh i must have this and i clicked down it's like you're pregnant and i was like you don't didn't think know I morning have this. sickness was the thing no like how long ago was this i was like the other day <laughs> like 16 so i didn't know yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> let's let's move on. We'll just let's move breeze on. Breeze past that. Alright. We're moving on this week to shit shop. <laughs> We've had the tip top, now it's time for the shit shop. Um so my first one is I guess kind of serious. So serious hats on everyone. So the author, uh oh god, what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Horowitz. Horowitz. Yeah. 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 Um was quoted and I saw it absolutely kicking off yesterday on Twitter. I was on my way home from yeah. holiday. Basically said, um, that everyone is everyone's talking about who's going to be the next James Bond. And this guy, Anthony uh, Horowitz, who, who like, writes all the James Bond books now. I love
2: Anthony Horowitz. He's like one of my favourite authors. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, well, he said that he didn't want Idris Elba, who is front runner in everyone's kind of mind. everyone's kind of decided that, that should be the next James Bond, didn't want him to play James Bond because he said he was too street. Now, people kicked off with this because basically saying that that was like veiled racism. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying like, no, <laughs> like too street meaning black. It's like when, you know, racists say... Uh, urban and then said, what well, they actually want to say is black people." Yeah, um, and people kicked off of this, but actually, if you go back and read the article, what he's actually saying is he's talking about like the you know James Bond is like suave and you know that's the kind of. Person that he wants to play it. and he goes on to name uh, Adrian Lester, who uh, is a black guy and was in Hustle. Yeah, and he was like, if like that's actually his main thing. He's not saying like it wasn't even talking about race at the time. Right. He named Adrian Lester, and then when people said, "Oh, what about Idris Elba?" He said, "No, he's a bit too street for me."
2: But um, taken out of context, you right, know, that's all right, people right, hear. It's completely right, yeah. been taken
0: out of context though, because instead of people, I, I saw people, uh, people it- articles from people like absolutely lambasting him, calling him a racist, who didn't even mention Adrian Lester. Really? Like, people, that's outrageous. Li- people literally haven't even read read the article, they've wow. read a tweet, or they've read something else, Two Street, and they've gone, right, I'm writing my opinion piece on this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, whether or not it's real racism, I don't, I don't kind of know. Like, to me, it's more like classism that he's yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. doing, because, yeah. and I think, like, it, I mean, he's wrong, because, you know, Idris Elba's a, like, actor. I was going to say, he's an anything. actor. Like, yes. you know, he's played, you know, Norse gods, so he can play Yeah, James exactly. Bond that's I mean that's wrong but I think the thing that really annoyed me when I kind of looked at it because I was like two street I was like that's ridiculous I can't believe he said that yeah. read the article which actually Duncan Jones um, the director had tweeted an article going guys I don't know why everyone's kicking off about it. he said this like which is classist but yeah he's not a racist like yeah. he's not saying that he doesn't want a black person to play James Bond yeah. what he is saying is that particular black person he doesn't think is good which is I think that's fine really yeah like, oh absolutely n- but nobody has said this like it kind it's of annoyed just, me it's just
2: the nature of the internet you know they yeah. like to latch on to think and it's obviously you know if someone reads that that's the headline that they're going to promote that's the yeah. what they're going to spread and it just snowballs and gets completely out of control. because I was the exact same as you I saw that statement yeah, and then I was like okay that's not okay that's very offensive but then yeah. of course then you read the full article and you realize that in the correct context um, you know there was no it wasn't a malicious no, thought he says, at all it was
0: yeah for me Idris Elba is a bit too rough to play the part it's not a color issue I think he's probably a bit too street for Bond is it, is it a question of being suave? yes yeah so there we
3: are but yeah like you say I'm pretty sure he could be he could play Suave yeah but hey
0: but that I thought was a bit of a shit shop yeah
3: now did you include this next point
0: I didn't. I did. Uh, That's good. You (laughs) included it and you put my name next to it. Because I think it's something we need to discuss.
2: I didn't want to talk about
0: it. Well, that's what you said (laughs) in the morning (laughs) (laughs) meeting. You said in the morning meeting you didn't want to talk about it, so you knew I was going to put it in the podcast. So, secretly, I think I didn't know know I was
2: going to be on the podcast.
3: So,
0: Rory,
2: you had a uh, a tattoo done uh, at Notting Hill Carnival. I did. Of course, he did. I did. It is not a real tattoo. I feel like we should clarify that immediately. Um, Why is it still on your arm if Notting Hill Carnival It was won't come last off! Week? I've tried! It's coming off a bit at the bottom. Okay, so, so some, some people
0: are just listening to this, Saturday. so maybe Sunday. you want to describe, describe it.
2: it. Um, so I was at Notting Hill Carnival on Sunday. First time ever going. Describe Certainly what it looks like. It once. The tattoo <laughs> says, uh, every can counts. <laughs> it's got little recycling arrows where they all lead See? to the next arrow. It's a message with meaning, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I was how getting some good looks by- at the gym, people were like, hey, uh, that is responsible. <laughs> He's caring for the
0: environment. Explain how you came to have this.
2: Uh, oh, so you haven't actually heard. No. Because right, I didn't tell you. Um, so at the event there, basically, there were people promoting recycling, okay. as, you can, as you can tell. <laughs> so uh, in one of the streets, they were giving away these green bags. And the whole idea was that if you um, pick up three cans and put them in the green bag, then you can go to this stall and get a free can. Which is yeah, yeah, which was like amazing. So we're like, yeah, we're totally going to do this. Uh, Most people were just going around and picking up cans from the street and putting them in the bag. We all just decided to just drink three cans and then put them in the bags because we didn't want to. That's nice. Yeah. So we're being still recycling. Yeah. Um, But by the the time we to
3: help clear up the bigger environment rather than just your own mess. Right.
2: Right. Well, I am a part of the bigger mess. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But the whole point being, by the time we finished the three cans, we were quite far up the. The carnival. So then we had to go all the way back down. We kind of got lost. Oh, my God. More cans were had in the process. <laughs> so by the time we actually got to the, the booth, we had bags full of cans. <laughs> um, we were all a little bit drunk. And I kind of went up. And the whole idea is that you get a tattoo about recycling, fake tattoo, and uh, and then you get to show it and you get your free can. That's okay. like the whole idea. Um, I was quite drunk at the time. How many so free I, cans did you get? Um, I got two because right. we had...
3: We, so we had a whole I was in a group tattoos? as well, so we all
2: had like... Have you got another one? Somewhere? No, I only got, I only <laughs> right. got one tattoo. <laughs> you don't want to know where the other one is. Um, so I was quite drunk when I went up to the booth. So I think you're supposed to get them on like your hand and your forearm. And I was like, I want it on my bicep. So I got like a tattoo on it's my quite bicep big. And, got a free can and It's and quite big. And it's not coming off. It's quite big. No. So no how, how, what do they put it, it on with? Uh, Like uh, ink pen. Like they just went in and out of my skin really fast. What? yeah <laughs> of course not it's a fake tattoo i put it on with water in me, right? he's
1: like yeah it really hurt
2: <laughs> cost me 20 quid it's wow. a That's real ridiculous.
1: tattoo yeah.
0: that'd be hilarious though if you're just like oh yeah like you just get this like fake tattoo and it's actually turned out to be a real tattoo
2: <laughs> well that was the worst part was that the next morning when I woke up I kind of like leaned over and there was 0.5 of a second where I had forgot that I had gotten the <laughs> tattoo <laughs> And I was just like, "Oh my! It's fine. It's fine." Like freaked out, and then just calmed right down. Awesome. Uh, and now I just live with it. It's just part of who I am now. I'm Brilliant. feeling. I feel like I'm doing my part for the environment. So I'm spreading like the message. four days,
3: five days after the event, still there, still looking strong.
2: It's. Uh, I know. Well, it's only going to get gnarlier as well. It's going to start peeling and and looking just like just have tall, a shower, man. man. Nah, nah.
1: No. Nah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep exactly, that carnival
2: scent going. That party atmosphere. Yeah. All right.
0: Well. It glad we talked about that I'm it, sure it that looks terrible. terrible so <laughs> um, get, get something else okay uh, next bit of <laughs> shit shop news uh, Andrew Garfield this week um, in promoting his new film 99 Homes I think which actually looks really good uh, he's been talking about playing Spider-Man and how he's not Spider-Man anymore he been talking
2: a lot about it recently
0: um, yeah and he's saying well I guess like everyone's going to be asking him about Spider-Man it's yeah. the first film since then Uh, first film since Spider-Man he's got everyone's going to be talking about it which is a bit of a drag for him I'm sure because the film actually looks really really good Right, Um, I really want to see it but uh, yeah he said a bunch of stuff like one of the things basically saying like you know he he said like not necessarily the amazing Spider-Man 2 needed saving but he was like I just wasn't the person to save that particular Spider-Man um, well, he said he was
2: one of the people that was campaigning for it to be yeah. have the rights go back to Marvel and yeah. have it included in the mm. cinematic universe. But exactly, I personally, yeah. I love Andrew Garfield. I think he did a fantastic job. I'm one of the people that really enjoyed The Amazing Spider-Man, both of the, those films. I, I
0: enjoyed him, but the films are poor. I think that's like it.
3: him, I, especially the second one. The yeah. and I went. It's a
2: bit messy. A, it was a bit of a terrible film. Terrible. Yeah. Messy film.
0: yeah. Um, it's not. It's I not. Like not it. It's just. I don't, it's not fun. Like he as Spider-Man is brilliant. It's I don't. I don't right? think you could cast. Uh, is nobody in my mind That you could cast I'd be better Spider-Man yeah. than him yeah. I thought his Peter Parker Wasn't very good But that's not his fault really Because he's too hot To play Peter Parker You think so? I think. Yeah he's way too hot To play Peter Parker
2: and Well I've M- talked to- cool. Maguire But also
0: like Yeah Tobey Maguire's not hot That's good But like in He's in attractive
2: the, in his own way I don't
0: what? think so Tobey
3: Maguire
0: Tobey Maguire looks like He's been hit with a shovel <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> Poor he, Toby. he played a really good Spider-Man, I thought, Andrew Garfield. But, you know, he's, his Peter Parker is just a little bit too cool. Mm. Yeah. But uh, he talked about, like, you know, being in Spider-Man, like, in the expectations, almost a bit like being in prison. Um, but this is a really cool thing about talking him about, like, pressure to get Spider-Man right. He said, the pressure to get it right, to please everybody, it's just not going to happen. You end up pleasing no one or everyone just a little bit. Like, yeah, that was good. Matt, now... Uh, like they're saying about like films being mass market he says we want 50 year old white men to love it gay teenagers to love it bigot homophobes in middle America to love it 11 year old girls (laughs) to love it he said you're not going to be able to do it yeah is that what he said yeah and he he just said you know he didn't know it at the time but the job was beyond him completely right um, and yeah Spider-Man he said it's actually a really cool thing which actually makes sense is like and it's something that is really integral to so like the Peter Parker character he creates this symbol that is way above anything anybody would have expected like yeah. he creates Spider-Man yeah. and that's what Spider-Man is in real life as well Spider-Man is Spider-Man and it's not Andrew Garfield it's just this character who everybody has their own ideas of what it is Yeah, yeah and that's what it is and he was like he just unfortunately wasn't the person to bring in that's
2: quite sad yeah, yeah he is really I sad I think um if he hadn't been cast in the Amazing Spider-Man, he easily could have. Because imagine if he was in the Marvel universe. Oh, man, you know? that's what yeah. I was just thinking, like, imagine yeah. him
0: like yeah. playing off like Robert Downey Jr. and stuff like that. Oh, as it would Spider-Man. have been
2: fantastic. I don't know about Tom Holland. I yeah. like, he could be equally fantastic. Like we haven't really, well, I haven't yeah. really seen a lot of his work yet. So um, I'm still I, excited for it. I'm gonna. I'm, go still, exc- with I'm no, still excited
0: for it, but I think there's always going to be that thing in the back of your head. Like, I mean, I, it, not to the point where I would let it get to me, like the way that people have let Edgar Wright leave in Ant- Ant-Man. Yeah, but like, I think it'll always be in the back of my head when you're thinking be like imagine because like it, you know if civil war is going to be how we think it is it's going to spend a lot of time in the spidey suit yeah yeah. Like, yeah. it's not going to be him like like tooling around as peter parker a lot it's going to be a lot in the spidey suit and you think yeah. that'd be perfect for andrew garfield because he would have been you know, yeah. in the spidey suit all the time uh, you know like we said yeah. we don't
3: know what the this guy's take is gonna exactly of course
0: be um the last piece of sad news really sad like really really sad so uh on s- monday uh wes craven died Aww. Which is really, really sad. How um, old was he?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh he wasn't that old. He wasn't old yeah. enough that he should be dead. Yeah. Um, but he was like super ill. Um, and did you watch any Wes Craven films on bank holiday Monday? To, did you show your daughters I was say, Nightmare on Elm Street for the first I was, time? Well,
3: firstly, I've only got one daughter. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. <laughs> uh, and no, I didn't watch any no, of those Rory films. Jr. is a boy, actually. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I watched Scream uh, with a bunch of friends. I was on holiday in France, so we decided to, to watch Scream. Yeah. And you forget just how really good that is. Yeah. Like, but also... Like in my head, like Scream is really funny, but I think I confuse Scream with scary, <laughs> scary movie, movie quite a lot. Yeah,
1: I've done that before as well.
0: <laughs> but Scream is a funny is a funny film. But then, yeah. like that opening sequence of Drew Barrymore, like that is brutal. Yeah, like absolutely brutal. And We were watching it uh, in this like house in the middle of like south of France, with no other houses around us for miles. Yeah, and a huge storm just overhead like we have to actually stop oh, watching God. the film because like lightning was like hitting like two miles away and stuff like that so we had right. to turn all the lights off and stuff you're
3: freaking out yeah really <laughs> freaking out
0: but like like the world and stuff that he built there I haven't watched the Scream TV show but I can't imagine it's as good no um, but it's hard like, to live up to that but like remember like Nightmare, like Nightmare on Elm Street like so do you know I've never seen Nightmare <gasps> on Elm Street really I'm wow. not
3: a big horror fan
0: but
2: but still that's a pretty essential safe, yeah. yeah yeah
0: We should do something with that. Like, there's so many. There's a couple of people on the like on the team actually. We should do something, maybe like a feature or something like that. Like, not even classics, but like you know, I have never or something like that. Because like, Krupa's never seen a Fast and Furious film, which really does my head in. I've never seen it either. Really? Yeah. Why?
3: I don't know you would love them you <laughs> would, would love I? them you yeah.
0: would totally love them I generally think the last three Fast and Furious films are better than most Marvel films and I've said that on the podcast so many times and I get shit for it every single time <laughs> but I, I don't care I will keep I, saying it
3: I think that's quite a bold statement that it's fact, quite a really yeah
0: but think about like the word, like you know, the rubbish Marvel films like Thor 2
3: and oh stuff I know okay right so let's put it into con- they're better than some of the mid-tier Marvel films what Can did I, I say I think you said most of the Marvel films.
0: No, okay, I meant, like, the, 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 like a lot of the Marvel films. Okay. But, like a lot of the Marvel films, like, Captain, the first Captain America, like, all of Fast and Furious, I, like... I wasn't a huge fan of five, Cap 2. I... Suppose. Did you like Fast and Furious Blasphemy. 5 and 6 and 7, though? You have uh, seen 7 yet, have you? No, I've seen them all, yeah. You've seen 7, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. 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 Did um, you like them better than Captain America 2? Uh, do you know... Yeah, you, you
3: did! You just I don't want to... to you don't uh, want to say... Uh, that, okay, okay. Okay. I'm trying to remember which one was which.
0: Um...
3: Like, who were the bad guys? So it was Statham in seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was the dude from Lord of the Rings in six. Yeah, Sauron. So Who was five? Oh, it was, that was when The Rock was just that's introduced. right. Yeah, yeah. Was, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They are the most ridiculous films you will ever see,
0: but ever. really good fun.
3: Yeah. Do you know? I, I think part of the problem is is that I think um, Vin Diesel I'm kind of over him a little bit yeah. now. His shtick. He's got to be getting no, old, it's right? Amazing. amazing. <laughs> right. I, I, like, I like the rock in them. The rock's, the rock's cool. brilliant, them. Also, the fact that Paul Walker's not around anymore is yeah, like, really sad. I don't know how on earth they can continue without him. Because he, like, he hmm. was. Most of the other people that are in it are idiots. Whereas he was like, likable. I can't
0: believe over Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, like, his Facebook. There was a time where I would check his Facebook before I check my work emails. Not when I work for I <laughs> you think
1: <don't>, you're talking <laughs> like, about this. Uh, his
0: Facebook is just incredible. It's just, like, videos of him just dancing. He does not give a shit. Like, this is a man who just point. doesn't care. He just This is, like, a video of him dancing to a Katy Perry song. But, like, he doesn't just dance to a little bit of it. Oh, no, 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 no. He dances the entire thing. And you see him, like, walking up to his computer, pressing play on iTunes, then, like, walking back so he's in the frame of the camera. Oh. And he's just, like, dancing for the entire thing. Then he walks back up he presses off
3: so he doesn't edit he doesn't it. edit at all he sticks it up <laughs> sometimes he does edit
0: and he puts like text and stuff on things right. but he uses like I don't know like movie maker or something like that to do it but it's so funny but anyway it's the, kind
3: about- of, it's the kind of thing that I would expect him to do
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know all my yeah, dancing videos you know, I know I how trim to <laughs> the start and beginning yes I will not apart be from easy. the one that
3: we uh, we popped up on yeah. the site well you which one? No, we didn't actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, let's go back to Wes Craven. Let's, yeah.
0: <laughs> let's go back to Wes Craven. Sorry. Yes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, well, Wes, <laughs> Wes Craven, like, I don't know, he's responsible for a lot of my sleepless nights as a kid. And I think like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, no, because, like, it's I watch. Like, so it's much,
3: it's like, a funny way of phrasing it. It is, yes. Because <laughs> uh, Jimmy Savile, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but, yeah, we, we had some uh, just a, a quick email from uh, Goji Gonzalez who says, Gav, I think we killed Wes Craven with all our shit talking on Scream 4. Uh oh. So last week I was talking about how Scream 4 isn't very good. And well, you almost killed Harrison Ford as well. You need to be careful. My words have almost, well, almost <laughs> killed Harrison Ford and now killed Wes Craven. So. Wow. Yeah, by putting this out, who's next? I don't know. Hopefully not Vin Diesel. So did
3: Wes Craven (laughs) do all of the screams? No. Oh, okay. So you were just criticizing
0: Scream 4? Yeah, but I guess it's a thing. Maybe check that. Let's check
3: that. Like Scream 1 was good. I literally couldn't tell you about any of the other screams.
0: Yeah. But yeah, It seemed
3: like like, I know what you did last summer. All those kind of films came out around the same time.
0: I kind of know the screams really well for some reason. I don't know why. I think I just thought they were really, really cool. Because it was like, for me, it was one of the first things I can remember talking about films within films. Yeah. Like, like I was a massive film nerd, so, like, them referencing, because I was really into Friday the 13th, and them... Director
3: rec- Wes Craven. Did you them all? Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. he, well he, did, he, did, um, he did four.
0: Yeah. Um, but just them talking about Friday the 13th inside Scream as if something else... Like, for me, it was, like, the first time I can remember that kind of stuff happening. Like a really but, meta um, idea. That's cool. And if you've watched that... Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street, which is about them making Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, making a nightmare on Elm Street, you go, that's just incredible. Like, where's Craven's new nightmare? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I and mean, it's just like when you watch that now, so m- even watching stuff like Entourage and things like that, like they're taking stuff directly from that. Like they're completely influenced by that. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know, that's huge. And where's Craven new He did direct Aww. all of them. He did direct all of them. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. Good on him. I'm sorry, I slagged off screen form killed you, sir. You bastard. Sometimes. Um, Should we go on some other feedback then?
3: Yes. So Scott Zeal uh, writes in from rugby in England. Yes. <coughs> saying uh, when one of the most recent Resident Evil, Evil films came out. Oh, so like, this is about
0: what we're talking about. Is oh, uh, uh, walking out. Yeah, we talked films about last week about. Out, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever walked out of a film?
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so most recent Resident Evil film came out. My friend and I bought tickets for a different film because we weren't 18, but they snuck into Resident Evil to see it alright it was the first horror film I've ever watched bar scary stuff in video games and once well, the lights went down
0: video games aren't filmed, so it's still right. is, it still is, once is the lights, out of just a video let me game? finish Sorry, yeah. the story
3: <laughs> once the lights went down the whole atmosphere and terror got to us after 40, 40 odd minutes we both felt incredibly embarrassed and left <gasps>
0: So they didn't walk out because they were shit, they walked out because they were scared. They walked so up because they were shitting themselves. <laughs> of a Resident Evil film as That's well, which t- surely
3: isn't God.
0: scary. No, they not they're not.
3: But I don't know how old uh, Scott is. I
2: think he's well, 11 this he month. He said he
0: wasn't 18, so now he must be 18, <laughs> At the time, then, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, what was the first kind of horror film you saw? Scream 3. Was it? Generally, yeah, I snuck in to see Scream 3.
3: Does Alien count as a horror film? Mm
0: yeah I guess it's pretty so. horrific. yeah Alien like, does, I totally remember does, yeah. like, my dad
3: showed me that when I was I don't know 13 I was like, in the mean, cinema no, no 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 oh
0: right no no yeah
3: I, I had a day off sick and uh, he got a laser display and he got Alien right. for it and not much else yeah so he popped that on and it's just like
0: holy
2: shit like his chest burst coming out yeah like, that's
3: not good great
2: you've got a sore stomach and you're like <laughs> yeah. oh this could be you yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's like, what yeah, you got no. to do
2: on your sick days I had to watch educational TV Really? No, screen, yeah. no,
0: sc- really. Yeah, Scream Three in the cinema—that was the first horror film that I remember seeing in the cinema. If you don't count Terminator Two, which my dad took me to see.
3: I think Scream One for me. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that many horror films. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. you're sc- afraid of them. Or? It's just not my thing. Yeah. Hmm. Rory, yours I, is going to be like Scary Movie Four or something like that, isn't it?
2: I, I'm trying to. I never really saw a lot of horror films in the cinema because I think I was one of those people that was always too afraid to say that I was really afraid at horror films. That's so I was wrong. like, let's go see a comedy. Like, come on, guys. I think, I, think, I think, like, the first one I remember seeing that really scared me was maybe The Grudge. I think oh, I was yeah, The Grudge. Oh, yeah, that's really scary. And it's just like, oh, really scary. Yeah. Like, kind of watching through your eyes or you'd, like, yawn and put your your fingers in your ears. So you, yeah. Like, I
1: was freaking <laughs> well, out. Well, The
0: Grudge <laughs> does that really awesome thing where, like, it, can, it takes well the original does I can't remember the the remake but the original takes the thing of like you know when you're a kid and you're afraid and you pull the sheet up over your head yeah well the grudge is an amazing thing with that Where well, like she can hear this like yeah oh, pulls the sheet up over her head it doesn't make a difference because the kid is underneath the sheet <laughs> yeah, it's, brilliant. Yeah, it's like so alright you're just you taking the stay sh- away from me now
2: why don't you put your shirt up and you look down and they're like coming up they're Like there's no escape blue Asian dude
0: inside your thing yeah, yeah. Oh, it's scary alright Dane McDowell writes in on the subject of film walkouts the first film I ever walked out on was the mummy tomb with the dragon emperor Oh my god. I enjoyed the first one quite a lot and went in quite optimistic, thinking it can't be as bad as The Mummy Returns. Well, yeah. <laughs> the exact moment I walked out was when the ugly CGI Jet Lee turned into an ugly CGI dragon. Dreadful, dreadful stuff. That's Dane from Australia. Yeah, that's pretty bad.
2: That is go. bad. Uh, Kevin McGinley from Glasgow says Hi guys, oh, the only film I can remember walking out of was Year One starring Jack Black The film was so bad that I had fallen asleep about 10 minutes in and my girlfriend woke me up about halfway through because we were the only two people left in the cinema I also wanted to walk out of Bruno but we were there with another couple who wanted to stay
0: He goes on about couples and his and girlfriends quite a lot, alright dude, we get jeez yeah, girl huh, right? <laughs> yeah, Year One is awful I, don't, I, don't, I think I watched that on uh, DVD and I never finished it
3: I don't think I've ever walked out of a film at the cinema.
0: I'm sure I have, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I was saying last week, basically, I, I, I was very, very close to walking out of a train wreck. Right. Because it's awful. Just that bad? Um, but I like
3: because I, I fell asleep during a massive portion of Sin City, but that's because I was drunk. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's not Sin City That's not Sin City as well. That's good. Yeah, but
3: I've never seen it since. Really? Know. Yeah, it was quite slow, quite boring. I like it.
0: But I I you think you would have walked out?
2: No, I just was tired. I've <laughs> fallen <on, laughs>
0: fall asleep a bunch of times. I fell asleep during Man of Steel for a good long while. Avatar same thing that. as well, yeah. I
2: fell asleep in Age of Ultron, but it was the second time I saw it. Right. So okay. I just can do it. You so should- uh, Doug
3: Frittatus writes in from Texas. Awesome. Uh, the only movie I walked out of is Shanghai Nights. <laughs> <laughs> the girl I was with, he's got a girlfriend as well, Gav. Jesus. Girl.
0: A lot <laughs> of bored by the guys. Film,
3: and I wasn't so impressed that I wanted to stick around. Fair enough. That's all right, short sure and sweet. Yeah, that's quite nice. Look, you've got to realize that if you're going to go and see a film like that, then it's your own fault. It's quite probably going to be shit. Yes, <laughs> and if you're going to waste ten quid a ticket or whatever it might be, then I have no.
0: Things like we forget that we have the nice thing of being in London because yeah. you know we have cinemas everywhere with like five six films on. Whereas like where I went to uni, in Aberystwyth... That was one. There was two cinemas there, but one actual cinema. There was one art center. And like sometimes you get like Van Helsing for two weeks. Right. And it's like you're gonna, you know, if you really like going to the cinema, you're gonna end up seeing every single thing that that cinema shows. Yeah. yeah, Like there was a period of from like 2003 to 2006 or seven when I was at uni, I saw everything that was out because I just I just I really like going to the cinema. I was like, oh, Van Helsing's on for two weeks. Yeah. Better go see that then.
3: Um, I've never seen Van Helsing I awful. remember but well, I remember at the time before it came out going I really want to see yeah, Van Helsing yeah it's a Helsing.
2: cool idea and then, yeah don't yeah. bother oh, wow. Rory you got number five I do have number five what's this uh, about this is from Andrew Smith and he says hello guys this is guys. about something
0: else though this is about it's on a new subject
2: oh do we not this, want to do this, this one yeah, yeah yeah
0: but it's just tell him what it's about first. this is about cinema
2: <laughs> etiquette Etiquette. Oh, Eti- for etiquette.
0: Sake. etiquette. 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 <laughs> etiquette. So, this is last week. <laughs> Hello, guys. I enjoyed it. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> set it up. I thought you would do it, but you couldn't even say one of the words etiquette. in the subject. So, um, I misspoke. <laughs> this is about one. Of, what were we were talking about last week um, on the subject of people being awful in cinemas. Cinema yes. um, Etiquette. So I, I, is I, to- what you're I about. told a really horrible story about me in Scream 4, which ended up killing Wes Craven. This is what that's about.
2: Hello, guys. I enjoyed Gav's story about the bell end who's being a parasite at his <laughs> cinema. Whoo! This has come loaded. Yeah. Me and my friend went to see Straight Outta Compton on Friday after hearing great things from America and some potential Oscar buzz. It's a bit
0: too street, isn't it?
2: Uh, unfortunately the film was ruined by the rest of the cinema everyone was talking on their phones shouting stuff because they think they're funny Uh, what do you think cinemas should do to stop this I think they should have an usher at each screening to make sure that everything is alright would also make it easier for people to find someone to report the problem to unfortunately this probably won't happen because they're too busy employing people to sell popcorn instead cheers love the show
0: I think, the, I, I think they should have a, an usher there but I think there should be like a zero tolerance policy
3: yeah
2: like they should be shot
0: yeah I think it literally like <laughs> snipers on, on the balconies and yeah yeah but I think like an actual thing that they should I think it should be a zero tolerance policy I think like it should be treated like like people getting barred from pubs I think yeah. like if you're a dick and you like you don't stop being a dick like yeah. you're not gonna go to that cinema anymore yeah I think well they do it with um,
2: um, theater they have ushers you know help people yeah. in their seats and you know if there's any disturbances they're there to like take people out, quiet people down. I guess yeah, theatre is a lot more expensive. Yeah, I was
3: gonna say the margins, profit margins. Well, I guess here yeah. it's more expensive.
2: Yeah. Not, not on the coast of
0: Northern Ireland. No, I guess not, but like it's really hard. Like, I worked in a cinema for four days, um, and at that point, there were ushers in there. You had to like mm. actually say, you actually had to show people to their seats is when people did that. So people, yeah. I think then people were like, oh, okay this is a real deal. It's like when yeah. cinema was actually, like for me, it's like when I was a kid, like going to the cinema was huge. Yeah. Like a massive, massive thing. Whereas now people just do it anyway. Yeah. Bored on the weekend. Like it's an actual thing yeah. that they just do all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was
2: that one cinema, I think it was in America, that they hired people to get dressed up in... Morph suits. Morph suits. Black yeah. morph suits and just like hide in the in the cinemas. So when people were like talking on their phones, they would just like sneak up behind right. them and tell them to do shh. Yeah, but yeah, like
0: I, I always out. had an issue with that because, I, like, I have a zero dollar tolerance party and I will get involved and go up to people and take their phones off them and stuff like that, but...
2: We are, yeah.
0: But I kind of stopped doing, like, really mental stuff because it was disrupting for other people then as well. Yeah. And a lot of time, people were just like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, I had to explain to people and they were like, shut up and sit down. Yeah. Um, whereas I think if someone in a morph suit came up behind them and said, like, turn your phone off, then they would be screaming and you'd be looking around and be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. I think that... It's yeah, probably. Don't worse. do that for horror films. Yeah, exactly. No, be terrifying. Checking your phone. <coughs> no. like the glow is just like. Yeah. it away. I actually, I had an argument. Another argument. A lot of stuff happens in the cinema. I don't know why. <laughs> I just attract it. But I was at a press screening of um, uh, what's Edgar Wright's last film that he did? The, uh, you know, The World's End. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. there was a guy and his girlfriend sitting next to me who worked for what he works for like quite a well-known film magazine in the UK it's not a toll film um, is it the other one it's the other one <laughs> <laughs> and like he's quite well he's quite well known in like that sort of thing and he was there was a his girlfriend was sitting next to me and I could just see like the film started and she was on a BlackBerry and I was like oh god so I let it go for a Beth or maybe it's like an important email or something it's not an excuse and I was like oh sorry could you just not do that. She was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to take this email." I was like, "Oh, can you go out in the foyer then? Because your things are strange." She was like, "It's really important." I'm sorry, it's really important. She's getting sure with me. I was like, if it's that important? Go out on the thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy, yeah. the guy, sort of ignored, I was like, "No way is he going to be on his side." Like he's as someone who writes for a very well known film yeah. magazine. Yeah. you've got to be on my side with yes. this. And he was so, and he's like, "What? He's like, why? Why, why, are you, why are you having a go with it? I was like, "She's on her BlackBerry," and I was thinking, you know, tell her to get outside. I was like, "Can you please go outside?" And he was just like, "Just chill out, man." And I was like, it's nothing not about being chill. Yeah. What are you talking about? I was like, I've had four beers. I'm playing, these chill. So you nutted him,
3: yeah.
1: smashed but, the black brick. They,
0: they just couldn't see why I was having a go. Yeah. And she was like, she made a big thing of going, like, oh, fine, I'm switching it off then. And I was like, yeah, good. Well, well done. done. Should have
3: done, yeah. done that when the film started. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, this is a really good one. It's from Kerry James. And this is, uh, this is the last point we've got on bad cinema experiences. And he also wanted to point out the last time his name was pronounced Seri. Uh, it's pronounced like Kerry. He said, "No hard feelings, chaps. It's just Welsh." And I believe it was it was Luke who read it out. <gasps> Wasn't even me, faux Luke. Exactly. Um, but anyway, hey guys. After hearing Gav's bad cinema experience, I thought I'd share my dismal experience while watching The Bourne Legacy at cinema in Swansea with my wife. We decided. wife. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to get the 7pm show in so we wouldn't, wouldn't be home late as we both had work the next day. Shortly after the film had started, we began to hear this guy talking to his mate. He thought he was whispering, but I can assure you, he wasn't. Because he was smashed out of his face and talking <laughs> loads. Oh, no. People began to give the odd shush, to which he ra- he'd loudly replied, Sorry, in his drunken slur. Now, this kept going on for about 20 minutes until an attendant came in and whispered to this guy and his mate, They'll send them out if they don't shut up. After the attendant left, the drunk guy stood up and shouted <laughs> to everyone, Sorry, everyone. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, he was sat down. <laughs> no. yeah. Even, like, I've been in some states in the cinema, but I never do anything like this. With that, he sat down and then started talking to his mate again. Oh my God. <laughs> some people walked out, and within five minutes, the attendant was back in telling the, telling the man he had to leave. He was having none of it. With that, bang, the lights in the cinema came on. The screen goes black, and there's the attendant pointing for the drunk man to leave. Did he nope his mate had now had enough of him so he walked out No, but the drunk guy decided to now go to sleep on the chairs (laughs) everyone was telling the cinema attendant just drag him out but he kept saying I'm not allowed to touch him and there's no security here (laughs) By this point, all the kids in the cinema were taking selfies with the drunk kids. and posting them online. It's the Bourne whatever. Before fifteen, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And posting them online. I think that's brilliant. I would love to see these photos. <laughs> Next thing, this mountain of a man stands there, walks over to the drunk guy, shouts at him, grabs one of his legs and starts dragging him down the stairs. Oh Another big guy grabs him too, and the two guys start carrying him out to cheers and applause from the audience. Once everyone has settled down, they dim the lights to start the movie again, but it decided to rewind the film by half an hour. So by the time it finished, it was... Gone midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He goes. We should have just gone to the show at eight thirty. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. But now that, you've got that story. Extreme. Oh my god.
0: That's brilliant.
3: That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> it does sound like the kind of thing you would do.
0: It does. Yeah. I, I really like. Please keep sending in your like stories yeah. of uh, horrible cinema experiences because <laughs> they make me smile.
3: Have you ever been banned from a pub? Yes. Have you? Mm-hmm. What for?
0: Um, getting into a silly argument with a bouncer. Okay. Like, and I've been banned from two pubs in my time okay. for the exact same reason. And one of them was really recently.
1: I oh God.
0: It. Because, I'll say you very quickly, but okay. um, it was a, a, a late bar, both times, like bars are open to like yep. three, four, five. Yep. And um, it was 10 to three. And I bought three drinks for me and a friend and another friend. And it was, well, it, yeah, it was like 10 to three. So, uh, I was like, oh, are you guys still serving? They were like, yeah, yeah, we're still serving. Okay, cool. And then so we got the drinks. By the time that I'd actually got back to them, it was like two minutes to three. And then a bouncer came around as I got back with the drinks going, come on, drink up. And I was like, oh, mate, I've just bought these. Like, I'm yeah. not drinking them up. He's like, nope, neck it, I'm taking them off you. And I was like, I'm not going to neck a pint at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, I don't need that. And yeah. <laughs> you don't need me to neck a pint at yeah. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning. And he was like, "No, nope, you've got to drink up. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. And my mates were just like, come on, let's just just drink. And I was like, no, no, no. I've just been served. Like I asked them through the and like, there's no way that they can just give us ten minutes to drink a pint at yeah. three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And yeah, it got really heated, and the guy was like. Uh, it ended, basically ended with me taking my time drinking the pint. Him just standing there. I was like, you can take it off me one. And he tried to take it off me a bunch of times. Uh, and I and I didn't I didn't let him take it off me. Oh, my God. And,
3: uh, you are that guy in the cinema. I'm not. But in a different, in a different environment. I'm not, I'm not. I was in the right. I was, was in the like, right. He was like, you have to
2: drink up. And he's like, well, I'm just going to sleep here then. And then <laughs> <laughs> to take a little lie down on the seats. And- and so, yeah, so I took my time, drank
0: it. And then uh, he said, you're not ever coming back in this pub again. Uh, like thank you. Bye.
3: <laughs> it's one of those things that I wonder how people can actually keep track of that stuff.
0: Well, I worked in a bar and we used to take photos of people. Really? Yeah, and if you like, do not serve this person. And you look at them and they're behind the bar all the time, so you look at these pictures right, 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 constantly. Right. So when someone walks in, you're like, I recognise him. why do I recognise him to? And they're like, Oh, right, that's why, because you oh. spat
2: someone. Okay. <laughs> Fair they're like yeah. Western wanted posters, and you're like, You look you, awfully you've familiar. Been, you've never been banned for? I probably park. have. I think I might have been. What? Yeah. Just Just for doing what? Getting like... Push-ups. I I have friends like you and I get caught up in a whole bunch of stuff like that. I'm in the right. I'd be one of the guys who's like, just neck the damn pint. No. Because there's no point. Rory, where does this stop? Where did you draw the line? What, what do you mean? Got to stand up for this stuff. What? Is, what, what, what? Why would I need to stand? They up They can't to that? serve
0: you a drink and then not give you enough time to drink it. That's my thing.
2: I'm pretty sure i done. i pretty sure this happened to me when I was out in Angel a couple months back. Yeah. And then by the end, like me and the bartender were like, are not the bouncer were like good friends. Yeah. I They're like that's joking the, about.
0: I think that's the difference between me and you, bro. <laughs> like to uh, be honest, <laughs> like people like you, people dislike me. <laughs> like,
1: I think that's what it is.
0: You have a way about you. I do not there you go
3: okay. uh, last piece of feedback from Lewis Potts uh, who's a big fan of the podcast uh, and enjoys listening to, uh, ramble each week especially Rory mm. Mm. apparently Aww. you remind him of himself oh that's anyway good so this month he moves into university accommodation and starts his three year course in media culture and communication do you guys have any tips that you've heard or learnt from experience for university
0: Was it, what for university for how university. to deal with university
3: I never went to university so don't ask me
0: didn't you no there you go. University of life. That's him, mate. Alex That's is God. a
2: bit too street for university. Um,
0: I don't know. Like, to actually survive it, like, never be, like, a cheap ass. Always get your drinking at the bar. Like, don't be cheap with rounds and stuff. Like, don't... Like, I, I had one guy who everyone hated because he would, like we go all go out in a big group and then the next day he would be like oh yeah you owe me a pint from last night like never be that guy people
3: who keep track of
0: people who keep track yeah never keep but like keep track of it in a way that like you know if there's particular someone who never buys a round then don't buy them a drink but don't keep track of it in the sense of like I think you owe me uh, a beer (laughs) like don't don't be that guy everyone hates that guy
2: that's awful um, don't do that
0: yeah that's that's pretty much my (laughs) advice for all of Life not just University
3: well it's very true yeah like I've worked places where it's the same thing, but, yeah. like, where multiple people just, like... It comes around to, like, oh, I've just bought a round yeah. and somebody else bought a round. Just yeah. going to go to the toilet. Oh, got to go and get some cash out. And it's like, come on.
0: Yeah, don't do that. That's my nine. Yeah. yeah.
3: And that was the one time that I really lost my cool in an office meeting when somebody accused me of not buying rounds. Really? <laughs> so you've heard about this. I have. I have heard about this <laughs> I as <have>. well.
2: <sighs> um, I, I'm not, like, a real human, so I don't really have a lot of tips for... <laughs> Like my, my, my university life was every like, can counts that should be yours ah, that was a bit weird yeah just like <laughs> just have just recycle have a lot of fun um, party a lot because that's kind of what you're there for um, if, you, if you can get a job at a bar Oof. that's what my missus did yeah, yeah. She get, said was, yeah, get
0: uh, a job at a bar because you always make friends because people want you to buy them drinks yeah. and you don't have to people you're like, you'll have a good team at the bar hopefully and then you'll make friends with them for life so, yeah, um, she
3: said that it's yeah. the best job she's ever had. She's yeah. working at a student union.
2: There you go. When you're planning a party, don't she's make it McDonald's an open <laughs> invitation party on Facebook. What? That's my pro tip. If you're planning a party event on Facebook, don't make it open invitation because those get really messy. So
0: did that ever happen to you? You just did, did it?
2: Yeah, we threw a '90s party and it got really wild. Like how wild? People weren't. Recycling their cans. <laughs> <laughs> chaos. Really, not every can counts. <laughs> exactly. I was God, trying to bags to everyone in little tattoos and they were having none of it. It was mad. All right, wicked.
0: Uh. Right, uh,
3: that's feedback. A couple of uh, things to finish up the podcast. So, right. um, Legends of Gaming. Uh, sorry, is Legends of Gaming? I always get it confused with the League of Legends. Legends of Gamer is taking place uh, this weekend at Alexandra Palace, and uh, we're going to live stream it on IGN. Cool. So you can see it there. But if you want to go along, I believe there are still tickets available. It's at Alexandra Palace. Uh, but if you can't make it, check out IGN. I think it's from 10.30 on Saturday. Yeah, there's a bunch of good, like, good YouTubers there. who are good at games, Yeah, being good at games. Excellent. Uh, and then finally, Podcast 300. Yay. I know that I've been promising that we were going to
0: give details on this specifically for the last god knows how long. i promised them last week as well so you're making a liar out of me now right Just
3: keeps going on you wouldn't believe how hard it is to find a venue <laughs> to accommodate as many people as we can so yeah. we are still trying we are still aiming for the first or second week in october cool and hopefully we all have details uh, on next week's podcast if we haven't then i'm not going to be on it and it'll be down to somebody else to tell the lie sweet <laughs> i think it's my turn
2: to lie next exactly. so I'll, I'll you can't lie I, I don't want to my nose just gets bigger I don't want to hear light like, come difficult. out of your mouth ever because it'll destroy my world <laughs> you just turn to ash yeah <laughs> <laughs> be awful uh, that's
3: it for this week's podcast thank you as always for listening should we uh, end it with a, a three way
2: high five <laughs> let's do it I'm gonna, is, I'm
3: gonna fist this, you this is with our uh, bionic snake
2: hands yeah right. I think I broke my wrist until <laughs> next week bye 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 bye